Hello, is yet another time that we come to listen because uh, someone is going to tell us. And uh, today we have a great guest, an interesting uh, guest who is uh, always smiling and always joyful. <laughs> and she's going to tell us about um, living with healing and love. Her name is Andrea Petrut, and I hope I got that right. Welcome to the show. You, you got it right. And I really love how you said it. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, it's an honor to have you here on our show. Uh, it's now tell us. So you're going to tell us, prepare to tell us as much as we would want to hear. Now, if we have people out there who are watching us or those who get us going, we love you. We appreciate you watching us. Those who get to listen to this episode after we are through, through the podcast platforms that we are going to share it on, Audible, Google Podcast, iTunes, all of them, name them. Just look for Now Tell Us. Or an easier way to find it is go to nowtellus.com and enjoy the show and other shows before and after. So without taking much more time, we'd like you to tell us. Uh, so why not tell us about yourself? Uh, where were you born? How was it while growing up? And then we are going to uh, hear about you living with healing and love. It's your show. Tell us. <laughs> well, today is July 1st and I'm in Canada. I live in Toronto with my family and we celebrate our national day. So it's a very special day for me to be here with you. And uh, I really send my blessings and love to all Canadians out there in the world. Oh, happy, happy day. Happy Canada you. Day, yeah. Happy Canada Day to you. Canada Day to you. Thank you. And, uh, you know, I come from Romania. So I'm a Romanian immigrant in Canada. Uh, and I came here for love to reunite with my husband. And I already had two boys. And now we have, not now, but in, in 2018, uh, we also have a daughter together. And he also has uh, other children. But, so we are a big family <clears throat> and well life in romania was interesting uh i i recently started saying to people that for 36 years i lived in romania and i should have left romania sooner <laughs> like 18 years before that because i was ready and it and it's interesting because we we live um in a place and some things call us for something different and um, well, in my case, I didn't feel I was ready, but I had it all. Okay. So there, um, so I started learning English since I was six or seven years old. And just for people to have an idea of my background and the life that I lived, mm -hmm. Romania in 90, before 1989 was a communist country. And I was born in 1981. So I'm one of the first millennials. <laughs> like the first generation of millennials or this is how people call it. Uh -huh. And for the eight, first eight years of my life, I lived in communism, but I did not feel what was really going on because I was a child. Yet uh -huh. something in me, uh, I had an awareness, awareness of something is, is going on that is not okay. Okay. I'm gonna go, just giving you some some examples just to feel how it was. Like yeah. my parents and other people were listening to it's called Free Europe Radio, very close with their ear to the uh, to the radio. 
-hmm. because you didn't want your neighbors to hear that you were listening something outside the country. Uh, okay. You could be jailed or or things like that. Anyway, oh. so, you know, time goes by, revolution comes, and here we are in a democracy. We had no idea what democracy was. So, hmm. But I loved uh, languages. I love music. I love dancing. Um, my family was a family who loved also going to nature, listening to opera, classical music. So my education was pretty free and open-minded. Mm -hmm. So I basically grew up um, in a former communist country with a very, uh, I want to say liberal, because if people think in politics, it's not the, what I want to say, but a very free upbringing. Okay. I could believe in what I wanted. I could uh, do what I wanted. Like nobody told me, do this, do that, believe in this, believe in that. Mm -hmm. So my upbringing is, is really spiritually broad. I'm a born Christian, raised with um, Pentecostals and Baptists and Adventists. So uh, you could say in a way, um, through my own experiences and through the people that love me and the communities I lived in, um, I was shown that there's something bigger than myself. Mm -hmm. Just the books that me and my dad and uh, other relatives of mine were reading and sharing with me. So this helped me in life and i'm saying this because fast forward since 1989 i only have three more years to live with my mom because okay. she died 2000 uh no sorry uh she died uh, when i was 11 in 1992. so um that's okay you know um i actually started laughing telling people it's the best thing that ever happened to me and they're like what and then yeah. because so here's this you know, we're you and I. I think talk about grace in different ways. Yeah. For me, that was a moment of grace because mm -hmm. even before my mom died, all even if I had only less than two months to be with her, I was preparing for a life without her. Mm -hmm. I was prayer. I I thought of um, you know I was eleven and not you know you're not quite ready for life yet. You're not yeah. quite mature, but I had a mature thinking mm -hmm. and. I knew that I would be okay mm -hmm. because, and this is this is the biggest experience of grace that I had. When mm -hmm. I was between three and five years old, I was shown in a very unusual experience what unconditional love, uh, infinite protection, infinite peace, and infinite security means. Mm -hmm. Basically, it was just an appearance that seemed like an angel, but it was not an angel, came into the living room where I was playing with toys alone in the house. And that presence called me in with eyes of love. You know, I say that I think it's like Jesus would have this love for you or, you know, this unconditional love and called me in. And the moment I stepped into the place where I saw that being of light, everything disappeared like the physicality the walls the windows everything disappeared and i saw nothing for me i say to people this this experience of oneness okay that's that's why i keep saying to people we are all one yeah we are all one and when we have that experience of oneness we understand that we are all connected mm -hmm. we are unique you and i are unique right i don't have your skin i don't have your character your personality i am i don't have your name i don't have anything of you Mm -hmm. Yet we are all 
we have something in common that is hard to see visibly. We, we can see it in the heart. So for me, that experience was like, Andrea, um, there is something beyond that will hold you for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And when you're going to lose dear ones, when life is going to be very hard for you, you're not going to be alone. So thanks to that experience, I never felt alone, even in the most difficult times. Okay. So, you know, my life in Romania, just to sum it up, because we don't have much time here, was both very beautiful, very inspiring with, you know, I say my mom is a wild woman. She loved nature. She was energetic. She was the sunshine. She really, you know, you're talking about me. I'm, I'm this is my day, my to shine or whatever, but it's, it's actually how she was. She was the light in people's lives. So she was a model for me. I had my dad who is a pillar of integrity and responsibility. So I learned from all the people in my life, all those who came into my life at any age, I learned something and I took what I could according to my ability in the moment mm -hmm. and it helped me. And on the other side, I had traumatic experiences. I had my own adverse childhood experiences, bullying and um, uh, verbal abuse from mm -hmm. different people, you know, and any physical abuse from teachers or educators sometimes, you know, it was, um, and in the family, something's happened. So I was not um, saved or, you know, uh, I was not protected. I lived a life like many of us do in the world. And yet I, I was given the support all the time. So mm -hmm. for me, the, the healing and love that we need to get to, because this is the topic of today's interview, mm -hmm. is uh, me learning that no matter what happens in our life, there is there are gems of wisdom, there are lessons, and there's always something, somebody who yes. support us, and we can we can see the love from life. We can see mm -hmm. that there's a gift in anything that happens to us. I'm mm -hmm. not saying it's a good thing. You mm -hmm. know, trauma is not a good thing. But yeah. there is something we can all take. And we can shift by healing the past. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and there's a lot to talk about that. But I'm going to you <laughs> continue with what came to you. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, it's it's your. We are listening to you. You're going to tell us as much as you think. <laughs> as much as you think, you need there's to a hear. lot, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, but something that I, I so I mean, you tell us that uh, love drove drove you beyond the borders to find yourself in, in in Canada. Now, once in Canada, and I understand your uh, English was not your first language, so you were getting to uh, integrate into the system. How was it, uh, how was life getting to live in Canada and finding your way around? Well, just just for you to know, before leaving Canada, I was already working on myself, on my beliefs. I was working with my relationships. And um, because there was something that I knew that I think we all should be aware of. Mm. If we had um a rough time if we had relationships that didn't work well or whatever and we're thinking i'm gonna leave the house i'm gonna leave the town i'm gonna leave the country and everything is gonna be just fine mm -hmm. please 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 know it's a false idea because 
wherever we go, we're taking the wounds with us. Okay. So because I knew that, you're going to repeat the same stories. And you know that, Anthony, because you're also speaking about this with your your own and with, the, with other interviewees. Yeah. So <clears throat> uh, I knew that. So I started changing my beliefs, my perception upon myself, relationships and all of that. So when I left with my two boys, I left at peace. You know, I had peace in all my relationships. I had peace with myself, peace with my past. Um, you know, I was I was divorced, and so I went through a lot of stuff with divorcing and other stuff. My kids did not have a father. You know, you know, like when you're divorcing, we, we agreed that I would take the kids, and so there was a lot of stuff going on that was was still painful, right? There was mm -hmm. sorrow on on both sides. I was leaving my dad, and my dad always wanted us and my my sons to be with uh, with him. So it was a tough time. So I felt free when I left and I had nothing but the luggage that I had with me, nothing on my name, no money, no nothing. Like just, and I only knew one person, my husband in Canada. Mm -hmm. Mom, I'm telling you, I was scared. Uh, so I, I was, I felt the freedom of, okay, I'm going to let go of the old stories of Andrea and mm -hmm. I'm going to start a new life. So I had that, but before landing, I was scared because I didn't know how I'm going to be treated, if they're going to let me in. Like there's, there's a lot of things going on still. Yeah. So I came there, I was surprised by how I was welcomed by the Canadians at, board, at the border. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a big world. Like, even the capital of Romania is small compared to Toronto. <laughs> so, and I lived in the capital. Okay. So the world was big and I had no idea what to do. I felt like a prisoner for two weeks. And my husband started laughing at some point. Mm -hmm. I said, I want to, I want to travel. I want to, I want to get out of the house. And he's like, well, that's easy. I know I'm driving the car and I have to go to work. So you don't, you cannot drive it, but I can give you a presto card and you can travel by bus. And I'm like, oh, okay. I want to do that. So the moment I had access to going around, that's the moment when I felt free. And I started, uh, because I love people. I started going around and about, taking my kids to museums, to theaters, to uh, symphony, opera, ballet, any anywhere I could go because I didn't mention that I'm a homeschooler. So I could take my kids anytime, anywhere. I was not you know, uh, restrained by, okay, I got to get at them after school or not. So we would go during the week where people usually don't. And it was fun. We learned a lot. And it opened opportunities for me. It mm -hmm. really opened a lot of up. I knew a lot of people. And the beauty in Canada, this is something I didn't have in Romania, is the diversity. Like, mm -hmm. you just get out of the house and you see people of all, not just ages, because that's everywhere. Yeah. It's uh, cultures, nationalities, histories, backgrounds. And I was welcomed in a new neighborhood mm -hmm. by one Canadian who uh, literally, you know, I love, we speak about love here. I felt loved the moment she welcomed me with a big smile, a blonde Canadian, my beautiful neighbor. And mm -hmm. she just told me about the neighborhood and things like that. You know, having nobody in this country, but my husband and my kids and having a stranger coming to me and guiding me and welcoming me and really loving me from her heart. It was the best thing. And it showed me I can feel safe. Mm -hmm. I can feel free. I can be at peace in Canada. Um, so that was amazing. Mm, okay, that's great. And 
finally, you got to get over that, those uh, experiences that you left uh, behind uh, the, the, the husband, the ex-husband, the, the, the experiences bad that you may have picked from Romania. Uh, what, what ways helped you cope up with that and get healing? I use multiple tools in multiple ways. Um, the first one that I use even before coming to Canada was Psyche. If you ever heard of Dr. Bruce Lipton, he speaks about this method in his books. It's basically the keys to your, keys to your psyche. Mm -hmm. You are shifting from limiting beliefs to um, expanding beliefs, unlimited uh, beliefs. So what you're doing is you are removing your, you're shifting your perception upon what happened upon yourself in a way that you open your mind to possibilities. So mm -hmm. now you're ready to see what's in front of you without being um, refrained or you know having your perception blurred by the trauma, the pain, or whatever that is. So that's one tool that I use. Mm -hmm. um, another tool that I, I used uh, is related to emotions. It's called the emotion code. Basically, the idea is we have when we go through different hurtful experiences, if we don't go through the cycle of emotion very fast, which if I remember well is about 90 seconds and we stay in an emotion longer, mm -hmm. then those emotions can be trapped in our bodies in different ways. And we can release that through, through uh, multiple methods. One that I used was the emotion code. Okay. Um, another thing that I, I started learning and I'm also teaching is heart imagery and through heart imagery, we are taking that what some people say uh the longest journey for humanity which is from the brain to the heart <laughs> the mind becomes an observer and you're going into what we call the sacred space the space where it's just you and god the great creator wherever you believe in and nothing comes in between you and your sacredness you have all the answers within our heart's intelligence, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we say intuition, we say um, gut feelings or whatever. So there is something within us. There are places within us where we can find the answers. Mm -hmm. We just need to be observers. And that's what we're doing in imagery or heart imagery. We become observers. The mind is just watching. And you are in your inner uh, wisdom, I could say, so that you can hear, listen, sense, or know what do you need in the moment um some people might call it divine guidance right you mm -hmm. are you are speaking to god in your own way in your own environment mm -hmm. um so that you can make the best decisions that are aligned with your mission with what you're here to do in the world and mm -hmm. this has helped me a lot because you know many people say about us a lot of things and i i think you had an article I remember you had an article when you mentioned about that. Is is it the one where you say about painting and canvas? You have yes. a, 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 a... I have I've talked about uh, our, our life is a, a canvas. That yeah, I have an article to that effect. And you speak there exactly what I believe in, which is people have their take on us, their perception on us, mm -hmm. but it's us who know deeply within. 
and these are my words, not yours, but it's the idea that it's us who know deeply within who we really are. Yeah. And we should not see ourselves through the eyes of the other, although it helps to have feedback. Mm -hmm. But we should see ourselves through the eyes that we uh, uh, we have within. Mm -hmm. So that's it. You know, this is how you said it and how I say it, it is is what I call being a pillar for yourself. Yeah. Like you already have the answers within. You are guided by the divine, however you call it. And in the ways you can understand, hear, perceive, you just need to connect with that mm -hmm. and listen and follow through. And you speak about taking action. I mean, in every almost every post that I see you, you are talking about taking action because it, it's it's real. If we like people are listening to me and to you now, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so what if if they don't apply something in their life, things are not gonna change, yeah. right? So mm -hmm. that's the main point to do it. Uh, you also talk about persistency, being persistent. Um, these are important things. So this is what helped me getting an answer, asking myself a question, mm -hmm. getting an answer somehow and applying it. I mean, I can talk about all the tools that I know, but the idea is that uh, there's always something we can use. And I also used what I'm using now. Now I'm doing uh, I'm writing my spiritual memoir. Mm -hmm. And I'm using somatic writing. So basically listening to my body to hear the stories that come from within so I can write in a way that it transforms me. Okay. And it also brings, uh, I know you're poetic. I, I see your post and you're poetic. I'm poetic too. <laughs> so I use that style in writing plus Thank everything you. else I'm learning from my teachers. And writing is healing also. Yeah. So writing in a journal, yes. writing your dreams, uh, writing what comes to you, writing letters to people you would like to tell them the truth, mm -hmm. but you cannot because they are either dead or they will never listen because they are narcissistic or whatever. That's okay. You can write a letter to them and then you can burn it or do whatever you want with it, right? And rip it into pieces. Mm -hmm. The idea is to use anything so that you can express what you have within. So you can see your truths and learn the lesson and see the lessons, the wisdom that you received in your life. Mm -hmm. And take that in and let go of what is not useful to you anymore. And mm -hmm. talking about letting go, I remember before we started uh, the live, I told you about an experience that I saw with you where you were on Blogger, yes. you switched, and you lost your your uh, what tenure from my website. Yeah. <laughs> well, I resonated with that experience in two ways. Okay. May I share? May I share that? Sure. Tell us now. Tell us. <laughs> so uh one way is i had a blog myself on blogger but contrary to what you did i deleted it so before coming to canada i had a bilingual blog in english and romanian where i would support homeschoolers and uh people who had somebody in their life who had a disability like because my one of my children uh, has a brain, multiple brain malformations from birth. So I had that experience. So I would share from my life experiences, going to doctors, MRIs and, and other stuff. I had 77,000 unique visitors Whoa. in I think six or seven years. So I was an influencer in, in a way in the Romanian and international uh, online okay. medium. I deleted that because I said, I wanna, I wanna rewrite my story. Mm -hmm. I am not just the mother of a of an amazing child. I am yeah. much more than that. So I mm -hmm. said, I'm going to erase that. Uh, the other thing about letting go is 
you mentioned this in, in that in that blog post, and I really invite people to go to your blog to to read because you have wonderful articles there. But in this article, you mentioned something, and it's about letting go. There are times in our life where we lose something. Yeah. Um, not just a blog or thousands of photos or or like me. I had to let go of everything I knew, everything that was familiar, mm -hmm. everything that was comfortable, everything that was hurtful, like absolutely everything on any any scale. Mm -hmm. I had to let go so I can embrace a new life. And this can happen to me, it happened many times. Like my one of my uh, book mentors says, Andrea, I, I see your life as being a series of letting go, yeah. letting goes. Mm -hmm. Well, I think all our lives are like that. Cause yeah, it's like that. And there's a, a famous quote that we say in, a, in my country that uh, you can't get unless you leave. So, I mean, you can't get what is ahead of you unless you leave what is behind you. Mm. Mm, I love on. that. Oh, I love that. I will, I will remember that. I will use that. <laughs> uh -huh. It's yes. And it's true. How can we move on? if we're not um, removing what has been, what is heavy, mm -hmm. what is heavy on our hearts, what is heavy on our minds, removing mm -hmm. the things that we used to do but didn't work, um, changing the relationships that were not okay. Like we need to change something. You know, there's a famous quote, is it Albert Einstein, that uh, how something like, you cannot expect change if you're not uh, to leave something different if you're not making changes, right? Mm -hmm. If you're doing the same things on and on, how do you want to? Yeah, so it's it's very important to let go, and it's not easy, is it, Anthony? Yeah, <laughs> it's not go. easy. I mean, it's not easy, and it's not easy to leave uh, those things that hurt you. It's not easy. That are negative in your own life to just forget. If someone uh, did you something bad, messed you, it's not always easy to forget. It's not always easy to leave uh, something that you've been successful on in order that you go to a different level of your life. Both of them. There, there is the negative one you you want to keep on holding, and then there is always that positive thing, that level that you are at, and you are told you have to leave this in order that you may go to the next level. Leave this stone in order that you may jump to the next one. <laughs> yeah, you know, the word resistance came to me when uh, when you said that, because when people tell us, and so that's why I said we need feedback, we need coaches, we need friends, we need, we need somebody to tell us what they see, because sometimes we are too deep yeah. into our own experience mm -hmm. that we, we cannot see, we say we cannot see the label on the jar because we, <laughs> we are in it. So... It's good to hear that. And sometimes what happened to me also is that we have resistance. Like somebody's very wise is telling us, like you said, you gotta, you gotta make the change. So if you want to take the leap, you gotta do this. And you're like, ah, oh, what are you talking about? I invested so much money and time and energy and like what? What? No. <laughs> but the resistance is showing there is something you can grow into something yeah. else you can grow into mm -hmm. uh and you also uh grew out of you know like there's you are bigger than the coat you already have on mm -hmm. so uh you need to take that out have the courage to take that out and ask for help you know like 
we have people around. We have you, Anthony. People have me and other. There are so many in the world that people can say, I need help. I want to do this. I have resistance. I don't know what to do. I want to do this. There's always help. Mm. Now that you mentioned that, I felt of asking you about something that I've had people ask. How do I stop a bad habit? How do you go about that yourself? Ah, good. You have a bad habit in your life and you, you want to leave it. How do you stop it? Well, you said you want to leave it. So if you're at this point, you mean you are aware you have a bad habit. Because most ah. people, or sometimes, we don't realize we have a bad habit. So I would say the first step for everybody is to realize uh, what needs to be changed. What can we change? And mm -hmm. we can only change ourselves. Um, then... So I'm just, I'm also looking at the comments here. Uh, owning up is positive, says John. Yeah. Um, so the first, <laughs> the first thing is to uh, realize there has to be a change. Second is what can I change for? What's the easiest things to change? Because if we start with the biggest one, we're going to be like, nope, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do this. Okay. So find the easiest thing to change. Um, and then... Uh, I would say start with the things you love. Mm. Mm. So well, what I mean by this, I'm going to take my own example. Um, I love going out in nature. Mm -hmm. What would be the bad habit? The bad habit is staying in the house and being always on the computer. Mm -hmm. So it's the same environment. Nothing has changed. I'm just here da -da 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 tapping. Yeah what can I do that I love to do that brings me joy so I can disrupt this habit? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Les Brown speaks about yes. disrupting the thinking. I love this guy. Okay. And we're always talking about disruption when it comes to habit. Now, disrupt is a word, right? Mm -hmm. But the idea is we need interruption because it's like years in the car. I don't know if I'm I'm really good at this, but I'm gonna try to bring it something into the in the physical world and, and use some imagery here. Okay. Um, we we need to break something in order to bring something new. We need to break it into pieces or to stop it, mm -hmm. pause, and then find something new, rearrange, reorder, or bring bring new pieces in. So in my example, I'm typing, uh, what do I do? Get out. Get out and get out of the house. Just five minutes, not much. So you don't cry because, oh, I just left my computer. No. Five minutes, get out. Or if it getting out is too much, just take off the curtain and look outside and watch the cars, the people, the trees. By the way, people say like scientifically it's proven that Anything you can look at could be a painting, could be a tree, or anything that shows nature in it is gonna shift your thinking. So that's a very simple thing to just look at something different. Could be on your screen for the first thing, mm -hmm. but the biggest step is to get out and breathe. Stop your thinking. Stop what you're doing. Take a pause. Get out and breathe. You mm -hmm. don't need somebody at first. You just need yourself to make a move. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. And uh, John had also another comment, and he was saying, that's great. Uh, it's about uh, a quote that I gave. If you don't just leave it uh, good or bad, you'll never move on. So that's something we covered before. Thank you, John, for your contribution. We yeah. thank you. 
Mm -hmm. Yes, and another question is now we are talking about uh, healing and love and mostly we've uh, concentrated on uh, ourselves. And uh, in this world, I believe we are all in a, in a relationship or another. And it doesn't have to be a family relationship, but we have friends, we have workmates, we have people that we are on a daily basis interacting with. How do we go about uh, healing some hearts and uh, loving them? Listening is the first thing. What okay. we're missing in the world right now um, is what you are doing with me, which is listening, right? You mm -hmm. say, we are here to listen to you. And this is something we all need. We need a safe space, a space where we are not judged. Mm -hmm. We are, we are, we, there's no filter between us and the other is listening. And not just, oh, I'm here and listening, you know? No, be in it, be yeah. in the moment, be present with the person, try to feel what they are going through, look into their eyes. You know, in, in, psych, in Psyche, we have this process where we are gazing and we're looking into the eyes of the person and we say, see beyond uh, the personality, see the sacred being. And this is something that I've applied as a principle in life, to look in your eyes and see who you really are in the moment. Forget that you are the friend who told me something nasty at some point. Forget that you are the person who's crying right now or, or whining or whatever. So leaving the judgment aside, just looking into your eyes and asking myself, who are you? What are you actually trying to tell me now? What is really going on with you? Because Anthony, you know very well, there are people who are telling us some story, something, but actually there's something else going in their souls, in their hearts, in their minds, and in their bodies, and in their lives. They are afraid to share. They, are, they feel remorseful, shameful, or guilty, or whatever is going on, fearful, right? So if we are deeply listening, mm -hmm. we give permission to the other person to heal. I'm telling you, uh, and no, I'm not telling you because you don't know. I'm just telling you to reinforce what you already know, which mm -hmm. is the moment we feel listened and we feel there's a space with another person where we can breathe and be ourselves, we relax. What happens in the brain is the amygdala who is uh, with the stress hormones, right, is going to calm down. And mm -hmm. instead of being in a fight or flight response, like I have to protect myself from you, you allow me to calm down and instead of being reactive to you i'll be responsive and when you're listening you allow me to heal just by listening this is a very simple thing and it's and it's hard for us to do because we are the ones who are reacting we are the ones who are suffering we are the ones who are in that um position and when we do it for another it's two things happening we are healing ourselves and the other we're mm. helping God out to heal. Yeah, thank you very much for that explanation. And uh, before we go, anything else that you'd like to add on to healing and love? <sighs> yes. My deepest, strongest belief and my mission is that we can all heal. Mm -hmm. This world can heal. 
this world can live in peace without wars, without fights, conflicts, polarities, or anything. We can be one with each other. It takes, it takes small steps. First, we do with ourselves that are going to have ripples in the world. So my message to all of us and to myself right now is to allow ourselves to heal, to allow ourselves to feel the love we have for ourselves, the love mm -hmm. that others have for us, to allow this world, this universe to show us that there's also good. There are also people who care. There's also strength, power, light, peace, and anything we need to overcome the obstacles, to shift everything and together to make a sustainable world full of peace and love for all. Thank you for that. And I hope you haven't exhausted because before we go, we will ask you to leave us with a few words that we will always remember. But before that, how can people connect with you? Well, people can find me on andreapetrut.ca, A-N-D-R-E-A-P-E-T-R-U-T.ca, which is my website. Uh, I'm also on lots of places, but that's the main point where uh, you can find me. And be, please feel free to reach out wherever you want. Uh, you can email me at ap at andreapetrut.ca and ask me anything. I do have something that I offer for free, which is... Uh, a PDF where people can ask themselves some questions to get clarity in their life and relationships so they can start that step of shifting what mm -hmm. is not working for them and then seeing what is possible. And if people need to have a call, I also offer free calls. So I am there wherever you are or, and you can find me. I'm always there. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you very much. So. To connect with Andrea, go to her website, which she told us is andreapetrut.ca, there. And uh, we are going to, uh, I mean, she she has uh, that seven pillars. She's to clarity. Yeah, to clarity. <laughs> seven pillars uh, to clarity. So you can go and download, download it from her website. And um, yeah, get to connect with her and um, get more loving and uh, here. <laughs> and Anthony, please remember that you can always find Anthony everywhere. He's on Facebook and TikTok. And I love your TikTok. I really had so much fun watching you. You, you are so great. Thank you for everything you are doing. You are inspiring and really bringing a change in the world. Just like you say, be the change. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, let's be the change that we need to see there in the world. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. So before you go, tell yeah. us two words that we will always remember. Uh, apart from what I said, okay. Um, okay, I will, I'll say something. And I, I have to put my eyeglasses because that's better. Um, you are wonderful. You watching and listening right now, you are an absolutely extraordinary being. Like Anthony says, a masterpiece. You are perfect the way you are with all the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. Um, otherwise, you wouldn't be here alive. And whatever you're going through, go through it. Do not allow anything in your life right now to stop you from discovering the amazing 
fabulous jewel you are. You are a diamond. And it takes some, you know, roughness. It takes some friction. It takes some nasty stuff sometimes to discover and to shine. Uh, ask for help. Ask for help. You are not alone. Wherever you are in your life, you're not alone. There's always a way out. Ask for it. Believe that is there. Listen and go for it. Mm, thank you very much, Andrea. You've told us everything and we really appreciate your presence. <laughs> thank you so much. We really appreciate your presence on this show. Uh, thank you for your time. And uh, to all those who are viewing, thank you very much. To those who get to listen or view us after we are through, thank you very much. Also, remember to share this with all your loved ones. And uh, let's keep growing. Let's keep uh, shining that light around and being the positive force that uh, we are meant to be. So at this point, it's me, your host, Anthony Moirore, with Andrea Petrut. And we are saying bye for now. Bye. Goodbye. We love you. Yeah, we love you. <laughs>